0: Bears fans, to another episode of the Chicago Audible. I'm your host, Will DeWitt, and I'm flying solo today for what I'm calling a mini-pod about the new Bears quarterback, Nick Foles. As you are well aware, I jumped behind the mic as soon as the news broke that the Chicago Bears made the trade, and at that moment, I was not a fan of the move. In that initial state of shock, I had a hard time rationalizing Why the team would trade for Foles, who flopped in Jacksonville, never started a full 16-game season, and had a pretty sizable contract that kind of came along with them. But after some time to digest, to sit back, ration, and reason, this trade has grown on me. It wasn't just the fact that Foles restructured his contract, but after some time to take in some other factors into consideration and learn more about the quarterback, I am now on board with this decision. So in today's episode, I wanted to walk you through my thought process here and kind of explain why I'm now a Nick Foles fan and also why I am welcoming him here in Chicago. So let's go ahead and get started. I wanted to begin by taking a look at some of the other options that the Bears had at the position. I know a lot of fans were excited about the chance that the team could trade for a Derek Carr, but the cards really didn't fall into place. And that never became a reality as the Raiders did not reel in Tom Brady and they settled for Marcus Mariota. Then the Bears were unable to come to terms with Teddy Bridgewater as he signed with the Carolina Panthers. So what about Cam Newton? He would have been an interesting option, but there are real concerns regarding his health, and if Pace is going to take a big swing and shake up the quarterback room, I don't think bringing in a guy who may not even be available is the right call. Andy Dalton, he was another option. The Red Rifle, he has much more experience than Foles when it comes to the regular season. But I think we all know that we weren't going to get anything special out of Dalton. In his nine seasons, he's reached the playoffs four times, lost each game. And the most that his offense ever scored in a playoff game was 13 points. So as the games get bigger, Dalton has proven he can't deliver. So that brings us back to Nick Foles. He doesn't have the most regular season experience, but there's no questioning what he's been able to do in the playoffs. There, he's four and two. By the way, he is undefeated. In Soldier Field, he is someone who does display the ability to get his game to the next level when the pressure is on. And that is something to be excited about. Now on the breaking news episode, my initial gut reaction to bringing in a guy purely because he knows the system felt a little weak. I was wondering why a team wouldn't want to teach someone the system. It seemed a little bit lazy. But I'm going to admit right here and right now, I was wrong. First, I want to go ahead and I reflected on... My time in Indianapolis, where I got to attend my first Matt Nagy press conference. And what did he say about Mitchell Trubisky? He said that in order to succeed at quarterback, his quarterback must know the system better than him. That was a desire from coach. And in retrospect, it may have been a huge tip at what quarterback the team may have been looking to acquire. Nick Foles may very well know the system as much as Matt Nagy after being in it for the vast majority of his career with the Eagles and, of course, that one year in Kansas City. And why is bringing in a quarterback that knows the system so important? Well, there are various benefits, but I wanted to highlight just two. Uh, First and foremost, this will challenge Mitch Trubisky to do his homework and really master the system. Not saying Mitch will, but right now he has no other choice but rather do his damnedest to get it done. We'll talk about more about Mitch later on, but just hang with me for a moment. My second point, and I want to thank Patrick Finley here for the thought, but God, it just makes so much sense, and that's COVID-19. We're still unsure exactly how long this pandemic's gonna last and all the implications from it, and I'm not gonna waste time speculating. But there is a real possibility that this does eat into OTAs and minicamps. If the Bears bring in a quarterback that does not know the system, there's going to be a very real chance that that quarterback does not have any real-life practice until training camp. That quarterback would be so far behind. Does a robot know you like a neighbor? Insurance Corporation will fulfill requests to cover anyone, anything, anytime, anywhere, with most standard algorithm in the order it was received. Please hold. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need always starts with a conversation. Find a Farm Bureau agent at fbfs.com/protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. It may as well be a lost cause. That's the beauty of Nick Foles knowing the system in this very unique situation. If by chance OTAs and minicamps get canceled. Foles can jump in and succeed in training camp without any time to get caught up to speed. And that's huge for the Bears, who want to have true competition at the position. At least, that's what they're saying publicly. But if they want a quarterback that can beat out Mitch because he's a master of the system, that quarterback is Nick Foles. His knowledge of the system gives the Bears a real chance to have a veteran step in and run this offense with you know, what may end up being a very limited offseason program. Now, something I keep learning more and more about as I do my homework on Nick Foles is his leadership. It really is, in a word, tremendous. Former coaches and teammates applaud Foles on being a naturally strong leader. He knows how to lean on his teammates to succeed, and he knows he doesn't have to, quote, do it all. He is calm under pressure, and we know he can win the big games. Former teammate Lane Johnson, after that Super Bowl win, mentioned this. He said Foles is, and I quote, poised no matter what game it is. Foles has been vocal about learning from failure. He knows that failing is a part of the process. Foles is humble. Foles has a high emotional maturity, and he has empathy. He really is everything you're looking for in a leader of a football team. And I love this quote about Foles on his leadership. The big thing is getting to know everyone. It takes a team. I'll be the first to tell you, the quarterback is obviously important, but you can't do it without everyone in the locker room. And that's why I love playing this game. I get to step in that huddle with all those guys looking at me, and I know that each of us depends on each other. Foles, he's a genuine leader. He's a true leader. He may be the best leader at the quarterback position for the Bears that they've had in a very long time. Now, moving forward, the Bears, looking at this roster, they're in win-now mode. They have a couple of holes that they need to sure up here and free agency in the draft. But by and large, this core of this roster is built to win sooner rather than later. So bringing in a guy that has succeeded in the playoffs makes a ton of sense. They brought in a quarterback that knows what it takes to win in the game's biggest stage, and that really is invaluable. He can tell guys in the locker room the attitude, focus, and mental fortitude it takes to achieve the game's ultimate goal. In order to win now and succeed on offense, I took a look at an article that I wrote almost two years ago to the date, and that is the three pillars of a successful relationship between Matt Nagy and... Mitch Trubisky. And I reread the article and I replaced Mitch with Foles. And I must say, I believe Foles is going to immediately have the edge at every pillar. And I just wanted to walk you through those three real quick. First and foremost, trust. I believe trust is the foundation for the entire relationship between a head coach and his quarterback. And it goes both ways. A quarterback must trust his coach and the system. I think we can all agree Foles will trust Nagy. He's already a fan of the system and, of course, his quarterback's coach, John DiFilippo. Nagy and company, they're going to need to trust whoever's under center to play the system and play it correctly. That means getting the ball out to the right read at the right time. We had a hard time seeing that from Trubisky last season, and Foles has proven he can do that. So I believe the trust will be stronger here. Second, commitment. Every great quarterback is committed to success. And he doesn't need to just understand the system. He needs to become a master at it. Look at Peyton Manning, just for an example. But a successful quarterback understands every blitz, every coverage, and every wrinkle thrown his way. Foles was teaching his teammates in Jacksonville how to read defenses. Mitch, on the other hand, still has a hard time reading defenses himself. Foles being a master of the system and also being adept at reading defenses gives him a huge advantage. And this is why I can see Foles as an upgrade. Foles is committed to doing the little things and Nagy is notorious for wanting his guys to focus and hone in on all the details. Now, third is accountability. This one is complex. Accountability is a sense of responsibility toward one another. This strengthens the culture. This is what leads to everyone buying in. It encourages one another to strive to obtain that common goal of winning a Super Bowl. By bringing in Foles, it holds the Bears' coaching staff accountable. Players see that the staff wants more out of the position that they were getting a year ago. It's also going to hold the playmakers on offense more accountable by having a quarterback that will know what everyone's job is on every single play. I already mentioned how Foles is a strong leader, and accountability is a huge part of it. Foles will have a bigger responsibility than Mitch, who at times seemed like the offense was scaled back for him. This greater sense of responsibility will give the offense more to lose and ultimately more to play for. It's pretty clear Foles will have the edge and all these pillars between a head coach and a quarterback, and I don't think that should be underestimated. Now let's talk about Mitch. As I've gone through this process, I think it's pretty clear there are many ways where Foles will challenge Mitch Trubisky. He'll challenge Mitch to master the system. He'll challenge Trubisky to step up as a leader. He'll challenge him to make the most of every chance he gets. And this really is great. What if by bringing in Nick Foles, a light just turns on in Mitch's head? What if he has a sense of resiliency? That he doesn't want to lose his job? That he wants to remain the quarterback of the Chicago Bears? If Mitch takes that approach works his tail off, masters this offense to the degree that Matt Nagy wants and ends up being Foles out for the job? How could that be a bad thing? The Bears will be better off for it, and Pace's first-round quarterback may pan out. But what if the opposite happens? What if Mitch does not rise up to the challenge? What if he shrinks and succumbs to the pressure? Well, first of all, we'll learn that Mitch is not the guy and cannot be the guy. And second, if Foles wins the job, no matter what happens, we can all agree that the Bears will have a better quarterback under center in 2020. And at the end of the day, that's really all we're hoping for. So no matter really how this plays out, the Bears will be better for it. And that is another reason that I get excited. So yes, when the news broke about trading for Nick Foles, I really wasn't feeling it. But when you hear that the team may trade it for a top 15 guy like Derek Carr, and then you bring in a player who's never played a full 16 game season. It's human nature to feel a little let down in that initial shock phase. But I thought about how important it was to follow up my initial reaction with how I'm feeling now after some time to reflect on all the various pieces of the puzzle. I wanted to show that it is okay to change your mind on something and also that initial reactions aren't truly the best. It's wise to do some homework and it's smart to reflect and consider other points of view. Nick Foles is a Chicago bear and after some time... This fan right here, me, I'm excited to see how it'll all play out. I want to thank you for tuning into my mini episode. Nick and I, we will be back next week as we continue to share our thoughts on free agency as it continues to unfold. So we'll be back in a few days for that. But until next time, bear down, Chicago. <laughs>